into week eight of Trail Talk SA. Brad Brown with you. Thank you for taking the time to download and listen to this weekly podcast on the trail running scene here in SA. And boy, have I got a story to tell you this week. Uh, super, super amped for our first guest today. Uh, I must tell you, I, I popped a, a tweet onto social onto our social network platforms this last week and got an answer back on Twitter. I wanted to know who's the most inspiring trail runner you know. Someone tweeted back uh, saying their boyfriend who's lost 60 kilograms in the last year. So I thought, you know what, that sounds like an amazing story. Let me try and get hold of them. And I managed to get hold of Darren Funamadov. And it's true. He has lost 60 kilograms in the last year. But probably more impressively is he finished ninth at the recent puffer down in the Western Cape. I, that story just still amazes me. Uh, yeah, so I've got Darren on the show this week and also managed to catch up with uh, trail runner. And it sounds quite weird, me saying trail runner. Uh, Jock Green, you might recognize the name, but not necessarily from trail running circles. I know Jock Green is a professional cyclist. Uh, he's gone and made the switch to trail running and uh, at the time of the interview was driving down to the Otter. He's running the Otter this weekend and I, I managed to just chat to Jock a little bit about his switch from uh, cycling to trail running. And I asked him the all-important question, what's tougher, cycling or running? Because that debate has been raging for years between runners and cyclists. Uh, and yeah, his answer made for some interesting listening. Uh, that's all coming up on this week's show. As always, don't forget, if you'd like to be in touch, you can. You can pop us a tweet at Trail Talk SA. You can also like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Trail Talk SA. Or if you'd like, pop me an email, podcast at Trail Talk sa.co.za so uh, let's get straight into the show well i popped it out on the social media networks this week who is the most inspirational runner you know and got a couple of tweets in and one in particular really sparked my interest and i thought you know what i have to speak to this guy uh, and it's an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show today uh darren van darren welcome onto trail talk sa thanks for your time this afternoon Thank you very much for having me. Glad to be here. Darren, the reason I wanted to chat to you, and, and I'm going to start now and we can move backwards. You you finished ninth in, in the, the Puffer, which was, I'm trying to think, it was two, three weeks ago? Correct, yeah. Top 10 finish at the Puffer. Uh, well done, first of all. That's flipping amazing. Awesome, thanks. Uh, as far as the race went, I mean, what, did it go according to plan or, or did you just sort of, your your expectations were, were just exceeded? No, look, when I when I when I entered initially it was just to sort of do the best that I could. Um but after I did a bit of training and I did a couple of runs I realized that, that it was a possibility. So going for top ten was, was what I wanted to do. Um and yeah, I mean it weather that day was amazing, so that played a good role. And I had I had a really good run. I had a good second running with me from um Red Hill to Constantia Neck. He's an amazing runner. Um, he goes by the name of Noel Ernston, and he's been helping me out a lot. So he got me through quite a tough section. And then going over from the neck to town, um, I was feeling quite strong. So went through nicely. And, yeah, when I got to the end, I didn't realize where I was, but I got to the end and came in ninth. So I was really, really chuffed with that. Jeez, I'm sure. That, that is amazing. But here's, the, here's the, the amazing thing. Darren, how much do you weigh now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm weighing about 90 kilos now. The beginning of 2012, how much did you weigh? About 150. Sorry, say that again. 
150 kilos. 150, and Correct. that's and that's like a year and a half ago. Yeah, that was about it was about a year and a half ago now. Darren, that is phenomenal. Yeah. And tell me, tell me a little bit about how you got to 150 kgs. Um, look, I'll be honest. It was just I, I'd, I'd been overweight my whole life. I'm quite a big guy. I mean, I'm six foot four. Um, I'd been overweight my whole life. I'd never run before. I'd never done any sort of serious exercise. I played cricket in school, um, and after I finished school, that sort of fell away. Went into studying um, and was doing nothing. And I don't know. I think life just catches up to you, and, and and next thing you know, you, yeah, I just I wasn't looking good at all, yeah, yeah. and just decided that I, I couldn't do it anymore. And at the beginning of 2012, it was just sort of like a New Year's resolution to lose some weight. And I went to the doctor, and he said to me when I went for my initial test, he said to me, by the time you hit 30, you're not going to have very long to live if you carry on. And I just thought I don't want to live my life like this. Darren, that, that's crazy. How old are you now? I'm 24 now. Jeez, that is phenomenal. I mean, it's Darren. That story is is actually I'm flabbergasted. That is amazing. And you, you know what what what, the, what amazes me most is you've lost the weight. So you've lost 60 kgs. Yeah. You say you played cricket. You were you were semi active. Were you any good at at sport sort of in school? I'll be honest. I wasn't a bad cricket player. I mean, obviously, I, I was overweight all the time. So it never really fulfilled any. I, I don't know. I had a lot of potential, but. You know, looking back now, had I been fit and strong and capable, I would have been a hell of a lot better. I mean, I was playing first team cricket at the time, but I mean, I was I was average. I mean, I would have been a hell of a lot better had I had I been at the the the, the, the place that I'm at now. And 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 looking at where you're at now, I mean, you've obviously got some ability. I mean, to finish top ten in puffer. Uh, you, you've got to you've got to be semi good. I mean, there's no two ways about it. I mean, that must fire you up to no end. Look, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm at a place now where I think I'm capable of, of, of winning races. Um, obviously, I've, I've learned a hell of a lot, and I'm still very new to the sport. Um, I've had some really amazing guidance along the way, but, but I'm finding a trend. I mean, most of the best runners are, are, are a lot older than, than, than me. Um, obviously, you've, you've got a couple youngsters who are just exceptionally talented, but, but, but trail running especially is a, a sport that you've got to know your body. You've got to know, you know when, when to back off and when to go fast. I, I think I do have the ability, but I really have to, have to nurture the, the talent. I mean, when I finish Puffer, my goal now is to just get faster. So I just want to run short, fast races. I'm doing a lot of speed work. I'm doing a lot of core training. Um, I don't even have a, a big long run planned coming up. Um, it's just all short, fast things that I just want to improve on my, my speed. And then after that, maybe go into the longer stuff. And with, with all of that, I think you can maybe start looking at some top three finishes. Yeah, it sounds brilliant. I'm actually so glad you're saying that too, Darren. Because uh, I mean, with all due respect, puffer is 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 punishing on the body. And and I, in my opinion, I don't think youngsters should be running it. I think those sort of things should be should maybe left uh, for for later in your running career. Not really late, but if if you do have ability, I think by doing those longer ones, you you end up damaging yourself and and slowing yourself down. So I'm really glad to hear that you are doing some speed work and trying to get faster and that sort of thing. But you say you're fairly new to the sport. Tell me how you got into running and then into trail running and how how long ago it was it was basically when you made that new year's resolution yeah well what happened was uh, when i when i started i joined a gym 
and it was a, it was a very quiet gym um, out in a little place called Simonstown. I live close by there. And what actually happened was the gym closed down three three months into my little weight loss uh, New Year's resolution, and I didn't want to stop stop there and then. So I decided to go running. So I still remember the one day I, I, I drove out all the way to a place called Millers Point, which is out in Simonstown, and I I found a little mark and I drove one kilometer and I drove back to the mark and I mapped out a little 2K run. So I wanted to run from point A to point B and then back again. And I couldn't run a kilometer. I couldn't run a single K. And I remember I had like Queen playing in the background in my on my MP3 player, We Are the Champions, and I just, it, I was so bleak because I couldn't run a kilometer. And I thought to myself, this is absolutely disgusting. So I just decided to work at it. And I'm not going to lie, the first two, three months was hell. I mean, I couldn't, I wasn't able to run three or four Ks. And obviously weighing that much was was really hard on me, but I just pushed through it. And the funny thing is, you, you start noticing, I mean, two, three, four months down the line, you start running 3Ks, 5Ks, 7Ks, 10Ks. And once I saw that I was progressing, I just fell in love with it. So I started road running initially. Um, I did my first half marathon last year in July. And I did a 152, um, which I was very chuffed with. I mean, doing under two hours, still weighing, you know, about 120 odd kilos at that point. I carried on, and then I ran my first road marathon in the November, which was uh, the Winelands Marathon, and I did a sub four for that, which is also I was very chuffed with that. Um, and then by February lo- uh, this year, which was my last marathon, I ran um, Peninsula Marathon. I did a three twenty nine, and that was amazing. I mean, I was so chuffed to do a to do a five minute K marathon. Um, and then I did two oceans, and I got a. a um, 4.46 for two oceans, which for me was incredible. And then after that, I entered Puffer just, just as like a goal because I was worried that when I finished two oceans, you know, the running would back off. And once I entered Puffer, I sort of entered the, the whole trail running domain and I realized it was a completely different sport. I mean, it's, 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 you can't compare trail running to road running. Um, and I fell in love with it. And the training along the way to Puffer got me into it. And I've met some guys along the way who've been amazing. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm going to go back to roads. Definitely not where I want to be. I've, I've really fallen in love with trail running. That sounds cool. And then, Darren, if somebody's listening to this who, who, who perhaps is, is, is overweight and, and are thinking about getting going, what advice could you give to someone uh, about getting going and using weight, uh, running as a, as a sort of weight loss tool? I think don't don't look at the bigger picture. I think take things one step at a time. Um, if if you're starting off uh, rock bottom and you want to run a marathon, uh, it's too the, the task is too daunting. You, you're going to last three four weeks and realize you can't do it in the space of of, of a month two months, and you're going to back off. I think look at look at it and take it off in bite sized chunks, and enjoy what you're doing as well. I mean, I still remember. Um, in the beginning, there would be days that I really didn't want to do things. Just like like, like every athlete says, listen to your body. I mean, if, you, if you're tired and you don't want to do something, don't do it. But then go out and do it the next day. Um, but I think the most important thing is just do it one step at a time. Because you'll do it one step at a time and, and two years down the line, 
you'll look back and you'll realize you've just accomplished the most amazing thing. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's, it's small little achievable goals. And if you keep sort of achieving those achievable goals before you know it, you've achieved something massive. And that I couldn't agree with you more. And as far as diet goes, Darren, I mean, did you drastically change, change what you were eating and how you were eating? Um, I did. In, initially, I did. Initially, it was really hard. I actually find you mentioned it because I thought about, I was just thinking about it yesterday. I mean, I, I'm still, I still eat quite a lot. Um, but, but I cut out all, like, all junk food, all, I don't drink anymore. Um, uh, carbs, I don't eat a lot of carbs anymore. I mean, I'd still like to lose a little bit of weight, but purely just, just for, for running purposes. I mean, I'm at, I'm at my optimal body weight. Um, that I should be now, but, but I'd like to use it just a couple more kilos for running purposes. Um, but, but diet wise, I eat what I want, but I eat healthy and I try to stick to a pretty, pretty good healthy diet. Yeah, I, I mean, I've also also sort of come come quite a long way, sort of training and losing weight wise. And, and I don't know if, if you found the same, but for me, I've realized that I you can't out train a bad diet. So it doesn't matter how hard you're training and how hard you're running, if you're eating rubbish, you're basically wasting your time. Well, completely. I think you've got to I've got, you've got to eat things and things that complement your running. I think eating is very important. I think it helps in recovery. Especially, I think it helps you during a run, before a run, but, but you've got to eat the right thing. So a lot of the times when I'm eating, um, you know, I try and look at it, is it, is it of any use to me, uh, you know, is it, is it going to help my running? If you're eating at, you know, KFC or a pits or something like that, I can assure you it's doing no good for your body or for your running. Yeah, absolutely. Darren, I think what you've achieved is phenomenal. Keep it up. Uh, just, yeah, I'm inspired by, by what you've done and, and what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Are you are you active online? Do you blog at all? Or are you on social media? I haven't really. I mean, obviously, I'm on Facebook, but, but I, I wish I'd started a blogging process in the beginning of, of everything, but it's not something that, I, that I'm active at at the moment. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm on Facebook. If you just Google, if you just Facebook me, Darren Funamav, I'm sure I'll pop up. Awesome. Um, but, but that's pretty much it. Darren, can I ask you a massive favor? Would you mind popping me an email with a before photo and a photo now? I'd love to pop that up on the site as well so people can actually see how much weight you've lost. Because I think that's often when you actually see it, it's all good and well hearing somebody talking. But if you look at those photos next to each other, uh, I'd love to pop that up if, if you wouldn't mind sending. Yeah, not a problem. I'll get that to you sometime today or tomorrow morning. Oh, brilliant. Darren Funamava, thank you so much for chatting today. I, yeah, like I said, inspired by what you've done and what you're doing. Uh, and hopefully by, by sharing your story, we can, we can inspire and fire up uh, some other potential uh, trail runners. And, and who knows, you might have some competition next year at the Puffer. Thank you very much. Trail Talk SA this week, big weekends uh, as far as the trail running scene goes in SA. And it's an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show today. And it's quite interesting because this week on all the podcasts, it's almost been a bit of a crossover where we've chatted to guys uh, on one show uh, who used to be a triathlete who's now uh, running Comrades, uh, Reynard Tissink, and then uh, was chatting to Roald de Jong, who's a, a pretty decent triathlete who's, who's done some amazing things from a cycling perspective. And this week on Trail Talk SA, talking to another one who's sort of made a switch. And it's a pleasure to welcome onto the show, Jock Green. Jock, welcome onto Trail Talk SA. Thanks for catching up with us today. Oh, thanks, Brad. It's going to be great catching to you guys. 
Jock, I, I mentioned that you, you've made a switch. You, you were a professional cyclist for, for many, many years, and, and you've made the switch over to trail running. Tell me a little bit about how that came about. I mean, you raced at, at the top level for a long, long time, and, and now you've traded your wheels in for running shoes. Yeah, um, I rode the road bike as a pro for, from the age of 18 till I was like 32. Um, to my last big contact was with Parler World. I rode for them for three years, and... Um, at the end of 2006, uh, 2006 wasn't my best year. I came back to South Africa to start working. I actually got into the motor industry through a mate of mine who was sponsoring me via motor car. Um, so I started doing that from 2007. I started off as a sales manager. Um, so I still rode part-time. I rode for a pro team in South Africa. So I kind of from the Malta in 2007. And then from 2008, I started mountain biking with Garmin. Um, rode for a couple of teams up until like two years ago, where I went away for a long weekend and I decided to go for a little run. And um, I was pretty good at school. I could run the 800 and 1500 meters pretty well. And I found that the long weekend, I decided to keep running a go and started running a little bit more and more. Um, but I did a couple of the deathlons and did pretty well at that, but uh, they're not really my thing. Uh, for me, I want to get into like the ultra distance they're running, you know, more than 100 k and 100 milers. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of years. Jeez, it's amazing. Often Oaks will, will swap over from, from running to cycling, but not many Oaks go the other way, so um, respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, it wasn't easy the first year and even last year. I mean, I spent so much time at physios and like, treating uh, yeah, various injuries. But, um, yeah, towards the end of last year, I had quite a bad uh, knee injury. Got patella tendonitis. I took a few weeks off, and I started seeing a bike. I knew it was just in November last year, and since that time, I've had no problems. You know, things are really going well for me now. So bad it was purely by chance. Um, I went away for a long weekend a couple of years ago, got to Cairns, and I was bored one afternoon, and I decided to go for a run. And I went out. I ran seven k's on the road, and but I got back and I ran it like in 28 minutes or something, and I, uh, I could see that I could still run you know, from my school days. And I just started doing it slowly. I had quite a bit of advice, um, like in terms of starting off slowly. So I was just running like every third day, like 20 minutes a day. And as the weeks and months went by, the the bit, so to say, and I started to enter some races and they read about the bigger races and the answer was actually one of them. Um, but I watched the highlights of the, the, the 2011 event when Ryan Sands won, and you know, it was what I wanted to do, you know. Jock, it's, it's amazing. I mean, as we speak, I say it's a big weekend for, for SA Trail Running. You, as we speak, you uh, driving to the Arted. Is your second one this year? I ran the first one last year. Um, they ran in a time of five hours. I finished up in 10th overall. So, yeah, it's my second run. It's it's a different route. Last year, they ran from south to north for the first time. So this year is the more, um, uh, what's the word, like historical route. The, tra- say that, traditional, where, the traditional one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's from uh, north to south. And, yeah, my conditions are much better than last year. 
uh, last year I ran the race with a knee injury. I ran the race and that was me for about six or seven weeks. I couldn't run after that. So, yeah, yeah looking forward to Sunday's event because I think I'm much better prepared and I kind of know, you know, what to expect as well. And and as far as results go, and I don't want to preempt or or, or sort of do anything, but but I mean, what are you hoping for from a from a results point of view? Um, you know, with running versus cycling, it's quite a bit different. There, you, you kind of run more you know, based on time. And um, so my goal is four hours forty. Um, which if I run a four forty, I should run a fourth or a fifth. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Um, some very, very strong guys are running at the moment. I mean, if you take last year, year for example, uh, guys in the top 10, there were two guys last year in the top 10 that, um, I beg your pardon, in 2011, right? two guys in the top 10 that ran in the top 10 last year. Nobody else ran in the top 10. So tail running just growing and growing. And the field is really, really strong at the moment. Um, I've got the world champions coming off as well from the UK, Ricky Lightfoot. He's running, I believe there's a couple of Kenyans running as well. And then, um, you know, like the own guys out of South Africa, Kane Riley, got AJ Carlitz, got Tabang Madiba, some very, very strong runners. Yeah. So, now look for me, if I can run a four hours, 14, I'll be very, very happy with that. Yeah, and, and I'm sure, Jock, I mean, that's probably what you've been training for, 4.40, and, and, and I think most runners will say, cool, if you can run the time you've trained for, you're happy with that, and, and you know what, if it's, if it's good enough on the day to, to get you a fourth or fifth, you're happy, but if, if, if six or seven oaks go faster than that, then so be it, but you, you've sort of achieved your goal. I don't know if you feel the same sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what I have learned about this trail running, and especially the longer distances and uh, um the more time spent out there, that you really need to run your own race. You can't go out and, you know, like with cycling, you kind of have to go with a front, go with a front group because if you don't, you'll you will never see them again. Okay, running is a whole a different ball game. Um, you know, ten minutes in the first half of the race can equate to half an hour the other way in the second half of the race if you're running beyond your means, so to say. So. Uh, it's an individual sport, and you've really got to run according to your form and um, your capabilities on the day. Yeah, Jock, I'm amazed that you you've made the switch. I mean, you 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 were a top class cyclist sort of throughout your career. You've you've raced with the best in the world, and and often runners sort of make the switch to cycling as they as they get older. You've gone the other way around, and 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 the debates always raged between cyclists and runners, and and. Cyclists have always sort of said that cycling's harder, and runners have always said running's harder. You've done both now, and, and you've done both at the top level. What, what would you say is harder between the two disciplines? So I uh, look, both sports are tough. Eh? Um, uh, yeah, I've done a couple of running races that that I've thrown are much much harder than cycling. But um, yeah. So cycling, and then you have to take cycling like road cycling versus mountain biking, for example, again, like what's harder? So road cycling, the pace is dictated by the stronger riders, but a weaker rider can hang in. Um, the problem with road riding is that if you don't finish within a certain allotted time, then you, you have to race. Whereas like mountain biking, you know, again, is more of an individual sport. 
you can finish one hour behind the winner um, and you're still in the race till the next day. Um, so running, you know, kind of you know, follows the same format. Mountain biking is kind of as hard as what you make it. So, yeah, that's hard to say. But what I can say about running, though, is when the wheels come off, yeah, the wheels come off. There's no <laughs> like free running in a group or you're like, oh, I've had some runs where you blow with with even like 10 k's to go. And I mean, 10 k's you know, to run or to walk is a long, long way, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd probably give the edge to running being slightly harder, eh? Yeah, I mean, cycling, you, you, you spot on. I think cycling, if you're in a bunch, especially on the road, I mean, mountain biking is a different ball game. But, uh, I mean, if you're in the road, you, you can hide in the bunch. And there, Whereas running, there's absolutely nowhere to hide. It's <laughs> it's you yeah. and you've got a man up. It's one of those things, though. No, absolutely. Yeah. And then, Jock, as far as sort of long-term plans with, with your, your trail running career, you, you're still fairly new to the sport. I mean, it, it's only been a few years that, you, that you've actually been running. Uh, some of the ambitions and goals and, and perhaps races and that, that, that you want to run and, and things you want to achieve? Yeah, I definitely um, I have my eyes set on doing more of the 100k races, uh, I mean the 100 miler races in the States. Um, so yeah, this year, for me, has just been a build-up. Most of my races have been the 40, 50k mark. Um, I've done a couple of three and four or four-day stage races that have that culminated in stages of, of 150 k's, like just to build myself up. Um, I actually you know, did quite a big race across the Alps in July, uh, which is a four-day race, about 160 kilometers. So uh, for me now, the Sky Run, I do the Sky Run in November. That's a big race by Salomon. It's sponsored by Salomon. Um, so that's 110 k's. And then next year, my plan is to do the, the Canyon the race. That's a hundred k race. I'm going to do the Addo, which is about the 75 race. Um, do the Sky Run again next year, another hundred k race. And then in 2015, is I'll get into the hundred milers. So, uh, you know, like a Leadville or a Western States in 2015 is my goal. Okay, cool. It sounds sounds amazing. Uh, Jock, yeah, I want to wish you all the best for this weekend. Uh, we'll be following your, your progress eagerly here on Trail Talk SA. Appreciate you catching up with us. Uh, have a safe journey, and, and yeah, we, we look forward to catching up after the race to see how it went. Oh, cool, mate, and thanks so much for the call, and good to you. Well, that's it. As always, it's an absolute pleasure to uh, put the show together. I hope you enjoyed it as much as uh, as I enjoyed recording and putting it together. Uh, as mentioned in that interview with Darren about the photos, I do have a before and after photo of Darren Funamadova on our website. Just go to trailtalksa.co.za forward slash eight. You are going to be floored when you see those photos. Darren, I have massive respect, mate. Keep up the good work. I think what you're doing is amazing, and hopefully your story can inspire thousands of people to get running and get moving and just get healthy in general, not necessarily go and try and win races, but just uh, be healthy and, and get outdoors and, and get moving. I think your story is phenomenal. Thank you for sharing it with us. And also to Jock Green, thanks for taking the time to chat to us. All the best at the Otter this weekend as well. Uh, we'll be following your progress uh, with an eager eye. Hopefully you can get the results you have trained for.
uh, at uh, that iconic race on the South African trail running calendar. So until next week, uh, just a heads up as well, we are in the process of switching over our sound to uh, the SoundCloud platform, which I'm quite excited about. So keep a lookout for that. Hopefully in the next week, all the Trail Talk essays will be available on SoundCloud. Uh, and you can subscribe and f- sort of follow it through there as well. doesn't matter what device you're using. It just makes it a lot easier to access. Uh, the sound that we are putting out. As always, everything still stays the same, though. If you are subscribing through iTunes, nothing changes. It'll still get delivered directly to your device uh, just by subscribing. It is that easy. And if uh, you're not subscribing on iTunes, I definitely would... uh, advise it very very easy just go to uh, our website click on the itunes link on the right hand side of that page uh, and just click subscribe once you get onto itunes and literally uh, every time we bring out a new trail talk essay it gets delivered straight to your device without you even thinking it's that simple so until next week have yourself a great one we'll chat soon cheers (laughs) 